You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see, but I'm lacking a placement. Thoughts as I rap in the basement, but my come up is legend is greatness. Welcome to the Dennis Postuma Show. I'm your host, Dennis Postuma, and today we have a very special guest, Stephanie Keith. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about my inner millionaire and hear about everything you've got going on. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got to this point. Yeah, so I am the founder of Law of Attraction Tribe. Uh, This year has been a pretty life-changing year for me. I launched an app called Manifest It Now. Um, I have a podcast and I just came out with two books this year. Um, So it's been a really busy year, transformative year. um, And I come from the corporate world. So I spent 12 years in, you know, the nine to five grind. Um, doing sales, marketing, and working my way up the corporate ladder, focused on making lots of money. Yeah. And, you know, I, I realized that the more I grew in my career, the more money I made, the more promotions I got, bonuses, all of that, the less freedom I had. Yeah. And I, I got to a point where when I was 30, I was spending my whole life dedicated to this job. Um, I was sending my daughter to daycare before school and after school, missing all sorts of school events and pretty much just living for my vacation days. And I, I finally realized that it wasn't really the money I was after. It was the freedom. Right. And you know, what good is money if you can't enjoy it and, spend it and enjoy life. And, um, I just decided I needed to start going in a different direction and find what I was really passionate about and what my purpose was. And the only thing at the time that I could think of that I even had time for that I was interested in was I was super into like Mm self-development, reading a lot of books. And a lot of those were around the law of attraction. And I had a lot of success with the law of attraction through manifesting all sorts of, you know, raises and everything through my job. And I thought, well, I'll start talking about this. And I started an Instagram page and it just sort of blew up quickly. And I saw like, okay, this is something that people are looking for, that they're hungry for. This was before manifestation became such a big, you know, word that you hear everyone talking about. And I just followed it little by little. And It started, you know, with online courses, morphed into the podcast and then an app and coaching. And um, now I feel like I'm at a place where I have that freedom and I, I'm like living a life that I don't have to take a vacation from. I'm every day is a vacation. And that's really, you know, what I was after. And I feel like when you follow your purpose and you trust those nudges that you get, the abundance follows like every, that's the funny thing about it. It's like, once I quit worrying about making money in my job and just doing what I loved, the money found me. So it, it, everything kind of came full circle this year. You became that person that attracted the money from doing what you love. So that's right. I love it. I I love the the manifesting and the way, you know, I, I always say, 
people are just finally catching up the way that they're talking about it now to where right. it's, it's been such a good portion of so many people's lives for years. But, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't know or not everybody. It just wasn't publicly talked about, I guess, would be the best way. So, so tell me a little bit about the app and how that works. Yeah, so it's called Manifest It Now. And I basically took everything that I know that I use, all of my routines, my rituals, my subliminals, which are really um, sort of like my my hack to kind of help me manifest, to help me achieve success. And I put it all in one place. So that okay. was the whole point of the app was just to have something that people could go to and find anything they want to know about the law of attraction, about self-development, improving their life. Um, we have a great community in there of high vibe people because, you know, that was a big struggle for me through this whole journey was not having a good support system. Um, all I knew was the corporate world and everyone that I was around told me I was crazy for wanting to give that up and no one believed that anything would ever come of it. And, uh, and that took, you know, a toll on me. It took a toll on my confidence. It made things a lot harder And what I found was when I started surrounding myself with people like you, people that are also, you know, having a really expansive mindset and open to new possibilities, it made everything just happen. It's like you just start connecting with the right people and everything starts to fall into place. So that's another big goal of the app is to just kind of have this place where people can come together for support, but also for networking. Like there's people who... Um, have connected and now started businesses and projects together. And it just kind of gives you this um, alternate solution for finding your, your passion. It gives you like another way of doing things. And uh, it's been out for about a year. And if you would have told me back when I was in the corporate world that I'd come out with an app someday, like I, I would have thought you were crazy. Right. Um, but again, it's like when you start following your intuition and just trusting what's coming through, like trusting that gut feeling and start taking action. You would be amazed at the opportunities that are right in front of you. And it's not that they weren't there before you were just so blocked. You didn't have the awareness to see what was right in front of you the whole time. Um, So it's just been incredible seeing all these things like literally falling in my lap left and right. And um, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, and seeing, and I'm sure so much of that had to do with that vibration you were getting from the corporate world versus the vibration you're now getting from the community that you've built. It's just, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different thing. Right. I mean, and I'm sure you've heard of like Jim Rohn and that quote, you are the average of the five people five you spend people. the most yep. time with. And I was like, man, I am surrounded by people <laughs> that are not high vibe at all that, you know, that were, um, bringing me down in all sorts of ways. And I knew I had to get out of that environment. And I mean, it's so true. It's if you start hanging around and talking with other people who are high vibe, even if it's virtually, you have no choice, but to up level, you know, and there's just so much power in that. And so many new, um, ideas and opportunities that you become aware of when you just shift your environment a little bit. It's so, it's so crazy how your community, as you expand, and it's so cool that we get to do that now in the world that we live in, to be able to find like-minded people that 
mentally and, and person on a personal level can help you expand your thinking and just get to that level now where before, you know, it would have been, it would have been a lot of traveling, but like us having this conversation, it's so cool that we can do that now and really build a network to just really better the world actually. So yeah, some of my closest friends now live in Australia, you know, it's, it's just amazing. Um, the possibilities that are out there. It's like, we have the whole world at our fingertips. And so I always tell people, if you're not using that to your advantage, you know, what are you doing? Like there's, you could do anything and you can connect with the whole globe, right? Right from your phone. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. And likewise, and, and, you know, a lot of Australians definitely know what the law of attraction is. There's, (laughs) they definitely, Oh yeah. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I, I feel like they figured it out before us. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, they don't resist it as much. I have found that like in the United States, I think, I mean, I tend to think it's kind of like our schooling and our society here is just so, you know, there was like a very clear path for me. It's like you Mm -hmm. get good grades in school and then you get in this good college and you work really hard and you go to work for a big company with a 401k and, and that's just what you're supposed to do. And it's like, I did all those things. And then I got, I got in that position. I'm like, I'm miserable. Like, this isn't a dream. This is a nightmare. Like what's going on. I did everything you told me to do. And, um, I just noticed from talking with my friends in Australia, it's more about being in the present moment, enjoying life now, not waiting for retirement. So I think that's really cool that they're already at that level. I, I agree. I'm, I'm very thankful that we're all starting to get there now to where yeah. <laughs> we're realizing. Yeah. So what Stephanie, what does success like? What is what does it feel like in your life right now? What does it look like to you? What is that definition, I guess? Yeah, for me, it really is that freedom component, um, not just freedom of time, but freedom from the constant stress and worry of bills, of your boss, of all these things that most people are just engulfed in 24 seven. Um, so now, you know, I, I have this business that I'm running, but I can pretty much run it from my phone, my laptop. I'm at home with my kids. That was a a really big thing for me. Um, when I was in the corporate world, I missed so many moments and now I get to be here and be present for them. Um, if I want to go to the beach on Tuesday afternoon, after this call, I can, you know, and my whole life has shifted in that way where there's just complete freedom. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a horrible hurricane come through Florida. And for the first time ever, I was able to just leave. I was able to pack up the kids and just get out of town. I was never able to do that before because, you know, my nine to five job and it's just, um, given me so many ways to enjoy every single day and get out of that mindset of always waiting for the future to start yes. like truly living. Oh, I love that. That's a hurry up and wait syndrome type thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what is it that you think, what would you share you think is the number one fundamental to get you there? The sec- success fundamental to get you there to where you're at now? I 100%, I think it's around taking inspired action. Um, I know with the law of attraction, um, there's this conception out there that, you know, you can just think about what you want and everything's going to happen. And that is true. There's a big part of your mindset that's involved in believing that anything's possible. But what I've seen over the years in working with thousands of people 
is that like 99% of them are fine with that. Like they can get on board with manifestation. They can get their mindset in the right place and, and do all the practices and do the planning and the thinking and coming up with great ideas, but only about 1% actually take what they've learned and implement it in their life. And I just hear over and over and over again from a lot of people that'll have these brilliant ideas come up with 25 ways in which it can't happen right now because they're too busy, because their job, because they have kids, because they're too young, too old. And at the end of the day, like there's never a perfect time to take action or to do the thing. And what I've seen with that 1% is that they take action so often and so quickly that they don't even have time to doubt it or to worry about what's going to happen. They just do it. And then they usually like fail a little bit or, or things don't go as planned. And then they learn from that and they tweak things and they take action again. Then they learn from that. And, you know, perfect example of this was back when like podcasts first started becoming a thing, I wanted to start a podcast on the law of attraction. I sat on that idea for two years, for two years, I came up with every excuse for why I couldn't start it. And when I finally did start it within one week of starting it, all those excuses were gone. It was like, I overcame every obstacle in one week. And I thought, why did I wait? If I would have started two years ago, I could have been at the top of the charts now, you know, and, but I sat on it. And so as much as that sucks, I'm glad it happened because it taught me that lesson. And I'm like, I will never make that mistake again. And I'm just going to take action before I'm ready, take messy action. And it's like, um, I think it's Tony Robbins that always says imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. And it's so true. It's like, just, you just have to go for it. And yes, you may fail, but you're going to learn a lot. And that doesn't mean you can't go for it again. Like you, you have to sort of change your mindset from not wanting to fail to wanting to fail and wanting to fail fast, knowing like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to mess up a bunch of things, but I'm going to learn a lot and I'm going to refine it. And then I'm going to go at it again. And, you know, that's the mentality that successful people use. And if more of us just got more comfortable with that concept of failing, I think we would be a lot farther, you know, it's, it's taking action and doing it anyways. I completely agree. And I'm so glad you shared that part because inspired action, that is the missing component of about everybody. And we don't talk about it enough because the law of attraction part of it with manifesting and and not taking that inspired actions where, like you said, the 1%, if you look at, have you ever seen those, like those photos of Amazon when it first came out or Facebook when it came out, that's a prime example of what you're talking about. You know, Amazon had, you know, the website was, oh my gosh. And it had the old Uh books and there it was, and look at where it is now. And I mean- So I, it's so true. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Cause I remember going on there like way in the beginning, I had heard about it and I went on there. I'm like, this looks like trash. Like there's no way this is going to be successful. And yeah, look at it today. And I'm sure that a lot of people probably told him like this sucks or this yeah. isn't good, but he did it anyways. He kept yeah. going anyways. And yeah, they're, they're huge now. Everyone everyone knows them. Everyone's ordering from them. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So that's very good advice. That's a good fundamental. Mm -hmm. What, what would you say you do on a daily basis to like stay confident in what you're doing? 
Uh, so my morning routine is like the ultimate boost that I need to get me through anything. Um, I started that back when I was in my corporate job, I would wake up at like 5am just so I could kind of take care of myself before the world started making demands of me, you know? Right. Um, and so I get up every morning before my kids, before my husband, and I just start like moving my body. I'm really big into like stretching and yoga and all that stuff in the morning. Um, I think it wakes up your mind for sure. And again, with the subliminals, like I put in my headphones, I listen to subliminals all morning and I found that with reprogramming your subconscious to like really get your subconscious on board with what you want to achieve in life to get really intentional. Um, the subconscious learns in basically three ways, like hearing a command, uh, language, saying it out loud, um, and then writing like all three things take different neural pathways. So I kind of hit all of those. I have like my subliminal affirmations. I write out my goals. And then I probably, if anyone saw me would think I'm crazy, but I stand up really tall and I state my goals, like with complete confidence out loud. And as crazy as it probably looks, there's something to that because by the time I'm done with that in the morning, I feel limitless. I feel like nothing is going to stand in my way. I'm going to take on the world. And my goals are just like, they're not even goals. They're just things that have already happened that I'm stepping into. Like, that's how confident I feel when I'm stating them. And then the other big thing is getting outside in nature. Um, I feel like the more I disconnect, the more connected I am to like all the answers I'm looking for. And so I try to go and do a walk outside every single day, just get grounded. Um, I'll, a lot of times as I'm walking, just kind of look around and think of all the things I'm grateful for, like where I live, my house, the beautiful trees and the greenery we have year round in Florida, the weather. And like I said, like by the end of that, I'm feeling so good. Um, and so high vibe and so energetic. And then I'll, I'll usually try to work out and it's like all those things combined. And I always have a good day. And I noticed on days that I miss that or even miss one thing out of that morning routine. It's not that I feel terrible, but I just don't feel as on my a game. So I swear by it. And now that I've been doing it for years and years and years, I see why every successful person out there, if you read their books or listen to them, they all have a solid morning routine. And I just think that it's magic. It changes your life. That system. Yeah. That system is a hundred percent what gets you. That's, and it's funny you mentioned gratitude too, that goes hand in hand with, with success and, and the law of attraction and how that works. That's, that's, I love gratitude myself. That's, it's a big difference maker and the morning routine. I, I couldn't agree with you more at all. <laughs> I mean, and, and you're right. Just, it doesn't matter which thing it is. It could be a little one and it would happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've switched it up over the years. It's not like I have to be super rigid in it, but you know, as time goes on, you kind of change it up or you learn new things, but just having something that you do for yourself, it's just crazy to me. Like so many of us don't do that. We don't prioritize ourselves before our boss or before our kids or before just life in general. And it takes a toll and eventually you burn out. And so you know, before the world starts getting involved in your day, 
take time for yourself and, and doing that, like you show up better for everyone, whether it's your boss, your husband, your kids, you show up as the best version of yourself, but it all starts with you. And it's totally worth the, you know, even if it's 15 minutes, it can make that much of a difference in your life. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I agree. That's so what, like, what kind of advice, what, if you had to tell yourself at 20 years old, one full sentence, what would it be? I think I would say, well, I kind of did say this to myself, but it it was way after 20, um, to just start following my heart and listening to myself instead of listening to everyone around me, because I was like a total people pleaser. You know, I wanted to make my parents proud, my teachers proud, my boss proud, my coworkers. And I always just needed that gold star, that approval, you know? And, and so I would listen to what everyone was telling me, but it got to a point where I realized like, you know what? No one really cares. They're so busy with their own life and their own problems. They may give you their opinion, but at the end of the day, like they're really not paying attention. I'm the one that has to walk in my shoes. And if I'm doing something that doesn't make me happy, uh, why would I do it? Like, why would I keep listening to that? And the moment I started listening to myself, it was like, all of this stress and anxiety that I've had my entire life just started melting away. And it was like, I I felt that because I was so out of alignment with what I was here to really do with what I wanted to do. I was just trying to make everyone else happy, but inside I was miserable. I was struggling so much. And I just got to the point where it's like, I don't want to live like this. Like, I, I don't care what people think because I'm not happy right now anyways. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is as I started listening to myself and following all of these things that are non-conventional that most people wouldn't advise me to do, but I did anyways, um, I look now and a lot of the people that I worried about the most, like my dad, for example, my grandma, they're like the most supportive. And they're like, I can't believe that you were able to do this. How did you do this? My coworkers that were giving me such a hard time thinking like, who do you think you are? You're going to go and be some like Instagram influencer. Like, what are you doing? Like you have the best job ever and you're just throwing it away. They're the ones calling me now and are like, Hey, how did you do that? Like, you need to hook me up. Like how? And so it's like, I tried pleasing all these people for so long and now they're the ones asking me for advice. So you really just have to tune into what you really want. And I don't think most of us even ask ourselves what we want. I think we go through the motions. We're kind of told what to do and what's expected, but like, when have you actually sat and just, well, you probably have, but I mean, most people it's like, you know, you kind of have to sit there and just ask yourself and ask yourself over and over and over again. And you get through all these layers and eventually you find out that what you want is very different from what everyone tells you you want. So that was a big, um, a big thing that I had to go through and I wish I could have gone through it at 20 years old. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. That would have been, yeah. I'm, I, it's so funny you say that because out of all the people I coach and all the people I talk to, if you really ask somebody what they want, they have no clue. 
Mm-hmm. And yep. it is so crazy. And the problem with that is exactly what you said, Stephanie, is, is they will somebody, if you don't have a direction, there are all sorts of people who will gladly tell you where you need to go, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bosses, oh, yeah. Co-workers, like right. you just said. So, but once you get that direction and you have that definitive path, now all of a sudden they want to, they want to get involved and they want to hear how you did it. That's, mm-hmm. that's terrific. That's yeah, we all wish we could have learned that at 20, but yeah, better late than never, right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. So yeah. um, what drives you now? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, really, I think at this point in my life, everything that I'm doing does kind of revolve around my kids. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing for me when I had that big wake up call when I was 30 and I'm like, I don't want to do this job anymore. I don't want to spend another decade in sales. Um, I started thinking about like, what am I leaving for my kids? What legacy am I leaving? What mark am I making on the world? And so I think about that a lot now. And as I'm getting to know all these different people through the app or the podcast, and I have people messaging me that like, Hey, what you said really hit me hard. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking now I I'm wanting to change paths and try something new. Like for me, that's such a big drive. It's like knowing that you're somehow making an impact in the world. And like we said earlier, the fact that I could make an impact on someone that's on the other side of the world, or, you know, some of these people that don't have a lot of opportunities, but now all of a sudden they have hope is incredible. It's something I never thought I'd be able to do in my life. And it sets a really solid example, I think for my kids, because I, that's what I want for them. I want them to have like meaning and impact in the world. I don't want them to just go through the motions. And so hopefully by watching me do that, they'll be inspired to go on their own path and and do whatever lights them up. And I love that, that whole legacy part of it that we seem to not realize until later, until once we've got what society tells us is success financially and everything else. And right. uh, yeah, that's very well put. Um, what would you say the best advice is that you've ever received? Yeah. So when I was in my pharmaceutical job, I was sitting with a doctor And it was a woman who was in her sixties and her and her husband were getting ready to retire and go to California. And at the time I was living in Illinois, it was the winter, it was cold. I was miserable. I hate the cold. And I was telling her how I've always dreamt of moving to Florida and how I was just so like envious that she's moving to this, you know, sunny place. And she looked at me and she got super serious and she was like, go now. You know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got family here and blah, blah, blah. My husband doesn't really want to go. And she was like, no, 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 don't don't do that. You need to go now. And what she told me was her and her husband had met in California while they were going to college and they got married and one of their parents got sick. So they decided to move back to Illinois and they always had the plan of going back to California. But then when their parents died by then they had kids that were in school and they didn't want to, you know, uproot them across the country. So they stayed and they figured, all right, when they graduate high school, then we'll go. Well, they graduated, but then one of them had a kid. So then they didn't want to leave their grandkids. And, you know, and it was like one thing after another and her husband ended up getting terminal cancer and 
she said, you know, now we just want to make it back to California. And he has only about six months to where he can enjoy it. So she said, don't wait, because if you wait, you're never going to go and you're going to end up regretting it. And she said, I wish all those years ago, we would have just gone and stayed. And that like that hit me hard. And I went home and I told my husband, I was like, we're moving to Florida like now. And we had fought about it off and on so many times, but I was so like determined. And he, he must've just sensed that. Cause he was like, okay, I guess we're going to Florida. And it was like, I told him that story and he was like, Whoa, like, I don't want to be like them. And I was like, I don't want to be like that either. And that's just been a theme in my life. I've, I've thought about that conversation over and over and over again. And I thought about it when, you know, we moved to Florida, I stayed in pharmaceuticals, but it was like, I was always waiting until I retired to enjoy life. And I'm like, what are we waiting for? We don't even know if we're going to make it. Like, what if we die before then? What if we retire and we're too sick to travel or to do the things we want to do? And I think that's just been a theme. Like, don't wait, enjoy life now, go for it now, whether you want to move or start a business or a family or whatever, it's like, just do it now because you never, you're not guaranteed another day. And, um, so I'll just always remember that conversation. That's, that's such good perspective that, I mean, wow, that's, that story definitely puts it right into place too, you know, knowing it, you know, if you start, mm-hmm. because how many, I mean, if you think about it, just hearing that you start thinking about how many examples start flashing through your mind of all those yeah. things you've waited to do and waited to, wow. Yeah, very true. So um, tell me a little bit about your books really quick before we end this. And, and so we can share that with everybody. Yeah. So the first one's called trust the universe and it's basically a manifestation guide. So every single chapter takes you through the process and has like tangible actions that you can take. Um, because I'm really big on that. I feel like a lot of times we'll read something and then we don't implement it. So it's like, again, taking action. Um, and you can get that everywhere. And then, uh, there's a guided journal called manifest your dreams that just came out and you can, it can be paired with the book or it can be totally separate, but it's a beautiful book. You can write in it and it kind of gives you prompts to work your way through the manifestation process, figure out what it is you really want to do. And then again, take that inspired action to make it happen. I love it. I love both of those. Cause I always love having a workbook or something to like something that makes me do those steps. Cause otherwise it just, it's like great material. And then you kind of put it to the side. Exactly. That's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So how do they get a hold of you, Stephanie? Um, you can find me on all social media at Law of Attraction Tribe. Um, I have the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast and then um, the Manifest It Now app. We do um, we have the inner tribe in there where we do live calls every week. So people can um, hop on those calls and ask me questions and just, um, you know, get advice on wherever they're at in life. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your insight. That's definitely helpful to me. And I'm sure everybody watching at home, it's been very helpful as well. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, I look forward to us working together in the future. So thank you very much, Stephanie. Absolutely. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Look, I am just a man on a mission. If I want it, then I get it. I go. And if you're trying to test me a beast, you gon' need Liam Neeson. The chance that you're taking is flagrant. You're testing your luck. If you think you'll make it out, then you're sadly mistaken.